0: The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Bears and Vikings, both teams 6-7. and The Bears, you know, I honestly didn't think the Bears were going to win a game the rest of the season. They get the win last week. All of a sudden, Mitchell Trubisky throws three touchdown passes. People are starting to get excited. And here's the Minnesota Vikings, R.J., they just are not going away. Kirk Cousins is hanging tough. He's doing everything he can to keep this team in the playoffs. What is the biggest storyline to you in this game?
1: Well, I've been riding for the Vikings on Monday, Football Monday. One of the best shows on the ESPN NFL show, like the Oddcast like the look ahead. I'm trying to this, this whole kindness thing stats. Um so and Don't I fan the you'd fan the flames or shut up. I well, I feel inspired by Kirk Cousins, who is the biggest thing. That's the the biggest thing going. The Vikings would have won this their last week's game against the Buccaneers if Dan Bailey was not one of the worst kickers in the NFL. My heart breaks <laughs> for him, former Cowboys legend. Um, and I think stats that Kirk is is kind of turning into Twitter's quarterback, which is a very weird thing. I don't know if you saw this on Wednesday. Chad Graff of The Athletic tweeted out a Kirk Cousins quote of sorts that really kind of, speaking of fanning the flames, got uh, draft and analytical minds just running wild. Um, Kirk said one of the hidden stats that's important at the end of the year is quarterback sacks relative to dropbacks. Cousins said, again, from Chad Graff's tweet from The Athletic, I really do feel it's a big quarterback stat as well. I fall into camp that believes sacks are more of a quarterback stat than an offensive line stat. It seems like you agree. Um, so Kirk, Kirk is this dude that just gets it. Like he's vanilla and sweater vesty and golden doodly, but he's kind of a baller. And I think that he's. I think that they are going to drop the hammer on the Bears, and it's going to be fun to watch. Kirk is. I think he operates
0: at an elite level from the neck up. He doesn't operate from an elite level from the neck down. That's his biggest problem. There are just physical limitations he has, mainly mobility, that are only going to they're going to create a ceiling for him. But I mean, the dude can play. Like he's not the best quarterback in the league, but I argue I tried to come up with a quick like top of my head top 10 list. I think Kirk's in the top 10 this year.
1: But Kirk is a baller, man, and you're right. Like Kirk embraces a lot of things and is so both self-aware and unself aware then it just doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, he doesn't care how stupid or silly he looks. He's just Kirk Cousins.
0: Yes. And here's the thing. Like, sometimes guys do stuff and we're like, yep, that confirms what I thought. Like, he had three picks against Atlanta earlier in the year. And everyone's like, ah, Kirk Cousins, you know, they were losing games. They were terrible. He stinks. What a terrible deal, yada, yada. Since then, in the seven games since then, he has 16 touchdowns and two picks. Like, he has been on fire. Dalvin Cook's missed time. Adam Thielen's missed game. Like, it doesn't matter. He is getting it done right now. I mean, Dan Bailey missed three, four kicks, three field goals and an extra point last week, and the Vikings lost by 10. Like, that ain't Kirk
1: Cousins' fault. Kirk is a baller. Put some respect on his name, and... Cool. The Bears gotta win over the Texans. Nice. You got to have some fun radio segments this past week where you made it seem like drafting Mitch Trubisky wasn't the biggest mistake in franchise history. <laughs> it it was, and you are bad. And th- this is we've been kind of like talking about this is the Matt Nagy oh crap game, right? Like th- it, it is it is a Vikings beat down situation away from this getting really bad because like the bleeding got stopped for the bears, the losing streak ended, but guess what? You played a really unorganized Texans team that just is so dysfunctional. Even Deshaun Watson couldn't bring them back to life. Now you're playing a functional team with a really smart quarterback and a defense is going to punch Mitchell Trubisky in the mouth.
0: Yeah. Like you root for, you cover a team in the NFC. I root for and cover a team in the NFC. Are you scared at all? Do you spend any of your time worried about what, what Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are going to cook up in Chicago like
1: no I do not well um some of the Cowboys more humiliating losses have come against the Bears stats to be honest with you but a lot of that is the ineptitude of the Cowboys um last year they made Mitchell Trubisky look rather functional uh, they made the Mark Tressman Bears look extremely functional seven years ago um so to your point do I think that normal nfc teams fear the bears (laughs) no Uh, but i think the cowboys find a way um, because that's who they are
0: the vikings are favored by three and a half in this one are you gonna be bold
1: i just said a lot of nice things about the vikings the worst thing that they have going for them is dan bailey i will take minnesota to cover but i think that dan bailey might screw us over here and they only win by three because he misses an extra point or something wonky Yeah, that that that
0: extra half point is definitely giving me Ajita right now. You know,
1: it's not something that kind of
0: kicking performance is not something you just shake off like that sticks with you. Oh, God, I just can't do it. I have no respect for the Bears whatsoever, so (laughs) I'll give the points, but I don't feel comfortable about it. I'm not liking that one. Well, good for you, Stats. Way to be brave. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.